Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to a new episode. I had just a lovely experience, so I'm recording on Saturday morning here. And yesterday, I had just such a fun experience yesterday evening, specifically because over the last four or five months, I've done just, I would say, almost a Herculean job of trying to invite new people in and allowing myself to get close to people, allowing others to get close to me by way of friendship. And it's been like immensely enjoyable because prior to that, I figured out and sorted through who do I want to be in those situations? And so I'm talking to a newer friend and he says to me yesterday, he said, Steph, he said, whenever you're here, so we were at a a group get together, there was probably about 60 of us. He said, whenever I intersect with you at these events, he said, I just love your vibe. He said, like, is that who you are or, or what is that? Have you just always been this way? You're just naturally very friendly and outgoing. And inside, I just I just giggled because even a year ago, that wasn't even close to who I was. I might have come off that way in certain contexts, but it would have been very limited. And all I could think through is two staples in my life right now are I pray every day and I dance every day. And that about sums up life for me. That That is my life, but it is not natural to who I've been. It is not natural to what's always been true. I've just done so much intentional work over the last couple years here, and who I am now is substantially different than who I've ever been before. And hopefully from here, it's onward and upward. I'm not even sure who I'm becoming, but here's the goal for today's episode. I'm certainly curious about what's next for me. So I was talking to a client this past week too, and she said, Steph, I have a rampant perfectionism going on and I don't know how to get out of it. What what do I do? And I said, if you want to truly change your life and you want to push back against perfectionism, your job is to get curious. Curious about you, curious about others, curious about life. And if you truly get curious, there is no place for perfectionism. So one of the guiding questions that I want to put out there today is let's say you decide to get curious about life. And and one of the questions we ask is what is on the other side of this? If I decide to get curious, what might that look like? And so, so many people have ideas that things they want to change, do they want to make tweaks or overhauls? But the problem is there's several things that stop them. One is perfectionism. Perfectionism is a way of self-protecting. It's a way of, I can't put myself out there because what if I get hurt? So that ties into number two, another barrier is a lack of confidence. What if I won't be okay if I put myself out there? And number three is an aversion to hard work. But to me, aversion to hard work is also rooted in the, what if there's not a payoff? What if I do the hard work and there's not the payoff that I want? Now, actual life barriers can get in the way to us forging ahead with certain goals or certain dreams in our lives. But the reality is often one, two, and three, so perfectionism, lack of confidence, and aversion to hard work, they are far more likely to stymie our potential. And none of them would allow for curiosity. None of them would allow for you to stretch in new directions and to just try to uncover what is my potential here? What is my purpose? Life barriers can show up 
But the reality is if we want something, if we truly want it, we're going to start working on finding a way. Even in the season that we're in, we can start pre-planning or actually planning. We can work on character development. And I'm telling you guys, that is the root of changing the outcomes of your life is by changing the inputs. Character development is huge. And I couldn't encourage you enough to take six months, take a year, develop your character, develop curiosity, and then reach towards your goals. It is so incredibly cool to see the life shifts that can happen when we start to default away from perfectionism, when we start to intentionally build confidence, and then when we step into hard work, when we face it head on with curiosity, life just changes significantly. But one of the ways we can push back against that, one of the ways we can push back against perfectionism and confidence issues and aversion to hard work is by asking the guiding question, what's on the other side of this? Where might my hard work take me? Where might my curiosity take me. Now, goals are good. Goals can get us started, but I will say goals can contain limits for us too. If I have a couch to 5k goal in my mind, once I've hit the 5k, I've met the goal. Now what? Often we regress and we regress very quickly. If my goal is to go out and do three kind things today, now that's a good start. Starting doing three kind things is awesome, but when I'm done with those three, do I stop being kind? Or might we be working towards something even more substantial? Be the person who can run the 5K because you're conditioned enough to do it. You're healthy enough to do it. Be the person that is continually showing kindness because you've intentionally made that a priority and practiced it until you got good at it. Goals are good, but goals create ceilings. If my goal is just to be better than others, then the moment I pass whatever my perception of their success is, the moment I've just limited my success. But curiosity is the antidote to that. Curiosity doesn't take other people out of the equation, but it does take them out of the area of focus. And the focus is redirected on looking at what does this yield in my life? What is on the other side of this? Where can this lead me? I wonder where I could go. Now, one of the caveats to this is if we're willing to ask this question, this question of, I wonder where these things could take me, what's on the other side of this effort, we often will try to do too many things at once. And we have a 100 different visions, and and we have 30 different directions we want to pivot in, and we have all of these lofty goals. The best advice I can give and what I walk through with clients continually, and it's the number one thing I've adopted in my own life, one tweak or overhaul at a time. Chip away at it. So pick a direction, walk in that direction, and incrementally grow stronger in that area until it becomes your new normal. And then once it's automated as much as possible, then you add in the next thing, and then the next thing, and then the next thing, and then the next thing. And someone says, Steph, that sounds exhausting. Yes, and I say, yup, and that's your aversion to hard work showing up here. Imagine if you got curious. What if it's not about a finish line? What if it's about continually finding your potential? Now, a second caveat is often when we say, what can I do next? What can I do next? What can I do next? That can actually lean in the direction of unhealth. Even the most healthy things, if we do them too often, they become unhealthy. And one of the examples for this, I really appreciate it. I've shared about my friend often on the show, and he's been just instrumental in kind of the maturity formation in my life. And at one point, he said, here's the thing, Steph. You're constantly adding ER to your life. I want to be fitter. I want to be stronger. I want to be healthier. You're always adding the ER. What if you're just fit? What if you're just strong? What if you're just healthy? So there is tension to navigate there. What are my motives? Am I trying to dig into my potential or am I trying to prove something? 
Am I trying to uncover what's possible or am I trying to run myself into the ground by some sort of frenetic undertaking? There are caveats here and there are tensions here. But if you have a vision, if you have a dream, if you have a goal, if you have an objective for yourself, get curious. What's on the other side of this? And so instead of, in my case, the ER, instead of being fitter and stronger and healthier, the question is, what if I just live my life as a fit, strong, and healthy person? What if I do the things on repeat that will keep me fit and keep me strong and keep me healthy? And then what if I just commit to that lifestyle? Not trying the next best thing, not trying to get fitter, stronger, healthier, overhaul all the things. What if I just want to access my potential and keep step-by-step uncovering what's next, what might be on the other side of this? We all have that opportunity. Do the right behaviors on repeat and watch what happens. So we get curious. We ask ourselves, hey, what would a financially wise person do? What would an adult do? What would an emotionally mature adult do? What would a disciplined person do? What would a patient person do? In order for us to ask those questions, we have to believe that we can change. Then we have to imagine that change for ourselves. Choose one area on which to focus. We create a plan. We engage the change process and we trust the process and then we practice, practice, practice. Now what I will say, we have to look at who we surround ourselves with. We have to make sure that if we want to be patient, we surround ourselves with patient people. If we want to be generous, we surround ourselves with generous people. If we want to be kind, then we need to be hanging out with kind people. We will be the sum total of those with whom we intersect. Not intersect those with whom we let close to us. So do keep that in mind. But you have to imagine the change. You have to choose an area to focus, surround yourself well, and then trust the process and repeat and repeat and repeat until it becomes who you are. And we've said this before, the friend I mentioned earlier, it's not about fake it till you make it. It's about fake it till you become it. Be the person you want to be, but you're going to have to brick by brick build that identity if it's not your current reality. If you want to be kind, if you want to be confident, if you want to be generous, if you want to be patient, intentional, diligent work can get you there. Now, here's another note of optimism. There's a good chance that the very core things that are important to you, you're probably practicing them in some areas of your life. So if you're patient with people at work, let's say you work in customer service, but you're impatient with your child at home, we have the skill, we know how to do it, we just have to translate it. I don't think it's appropriate to be emotionally regulated when it has a high cost, like I might lose my job, but I'm allowed to be emotionally dysregulated at home. That's a problem. But we can look at where you're already doing the things you like, doing the things you want to be true, practicing behaviors that are appropriate and laudable and lofty and respectable, and they're congruent with what you want to be true. And then we try to build those skills in other areas of your life. Friends, whatever the new thing is in front of you that you're thinking about, the area that you're trying to make changes, look at what's on the other side of perseverance. Get curious about it. How do you change if you commit here? How does life change? How does the trajectory of things change for you if you have a goal and you keep showing up in that goal until it becomes automated? And how will others in your life be blessed by your changes? Play that movie out. Get curious what's on the other side of that. So I have this nutrition group that I'm running and these people are doing such excellent work overall. And this week upcoming, we have our four-week check-in where we get to kind of go face-to-face and say, okay, what's going good? What's going neutral? What's going poorly right now? And one of the things for those who aren't showing up in their own plan, the question is, do you even want this? Has the goal changed? If the goal hasn't changed, let's recommit to doing the right things that will get you where you want to go. 
And let's get curious about what does it look like four weeks from now if you commit to these changes and if you practice these changes and if you practice them again and again and again. If the goal hasn't changed, some of our behaviors probably have to. Some of our inputs might have to. But we have to believe that change is available to us. If you've known me over the last decade, you know that change is possible. I know that change is possible. And that's one of the coolest things to understand. And the launching point for it was getting curious. If you don't believe things will change, you're right. Because you're the agent in that change to a large degree. You're not the only agent, but you are an agent in that change. And if you don't believe it's possible, you're right. But what if you can change? Get curious about that. What if you could become someone you've never been before? Get curious about that. Use your imagination. Create that concept practice it, become it. What might be on the other side of this? Whatever the change is in front of you, if you stick to it, what's on the other side of it? Get curious about it. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.